Welcome. Welcome to the show that's for all things sports and only sports. You believe in miracles? Yes! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! Each week, Dan and Drew break down sports' biggest moments and best action. Pass is intercepted at the goal line. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back! This is... The Dan and Drew Show. There it is. A win for the ages. Here are your hosts, Dan and Drew Walker. Well, it is week nine of the NFL season. We are finally in November. Dan, this year has flown by halfway through the NFL season. Yes, and this is for myself, Drew. The best month of football outside of the playoffs because... We're past the stages of teams trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, October is, it's a liar. Like uh, Sean O'Hare on, um, when he's on Good Morning Football says, it's a, it's a liar. We are now at the stage where good teams are getting better and some teams are chasing that first overall draft pick. And or, then also, also or, Thanksgiving football. Thanksgiving football. Or you're a team like the Jets and then you just want to beat really good teams and then lose the bad teams. <laughs> Yeah, played I mean, at their level, they, I guess. They, well, I haven't even figured them out yet. Like you said, we're in November. Still a team that we haven't quite figured out. Before we get into the thick of football, though, let's just talk about some some recent headlines. I've actually got a bone to pick, not with you, but with leagues in general. But the bone I have to pick, Dan, what is up with this ridiculous start time with primetime games in sports? Well, you have to consider um, if teams are starting on the East Coast, you have fans on the West Coast who would also like to, you know, watch the game as well. Look, and, and I get that. But looking up statistics as far as population, if you look at population according to time zones, nearly half of the population of the United States live in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. So forget about Central. So forget, forget about, about Central, Mountain, like, Pacific. It's so infuriating to me that I go to bed when it hasn't even reached the bottom of the second inning in baseball. Now I'm already snoozing. Mm-hmm. It's it's annoying when it's Monday night or Sunday night football, and I'm already in bed by the time it's halftime. Yeah, when it's Thursday or Sunday night or even Monday, you know that if you're in the East Coast, 11.30 is when you go to bed. If it's baseball, you're going to bed past midnight. Dude, it, the, the baseball for the playoffs this year for baseball has been incredibly ridiculous as far as ending times. Almost every single game so far in the, in the playoffs, by the way, we are recording this before game six even starts. So by the time the pod drops, you're going to know who won the World Series. But every single matchup thus far has gone ex- probably within the, within 15 minutes of midnight. By the time my head hits the pillow, it's not even the second inning yet. And you, you may call me an old man or things like that. Look, I get up about 7 o'clock. I think most adult Americans get up about the same time as us, Dan. I mean, you get up really early because you have to be at work sometimes at 5 but we have to change something about these primetime games. And we have football games that come on. Unless it is my team playing, there's no way I'm staying up to watch football for someone that I don't even care. And then recently, the NFL matchups on primetime have not been good. Like, I didn't watch the Cowboys and Vikings game. I was already in bed. I didn't watch hardly at all the Bills and the Chiefs game. And I haven't watched, maybe collectively I've watched 15 minutes of the playoffs for baseball this year because, first of all, you and I don't give a crap about Houston. We want Atlanta to win. 
but this series doesn't entice me. Even when the Red Sox played the Houston Astros last series, I went to bed during two of the games because it was so late. Yeah, but that's not just a matter of baseball starting so late. It's that baseball takes so long to play. That Yes, that is true, too. It should too, take but nearly four hours for a baseball game. It should. There is every primetime game should start no later than 7 o'clock because you have half the population in the United States is already off of work. They're already home, probably in the middle of dinner, if not done. And then the West Coast, you can say, well, people aren't off of work. Well, guess what? In the West Coast, most Californians are in traffic for two hours anyways. They're not watching the game anyway. But in, And even then, they start, uh, say the 49ers, they were on uh, Thursday Night Football or Monday night when they played the Colts. When they hosted them, yeah, Monday Night Football, 520 was kickoff. Okay, so even in that situation, people still are not home. So they could start it earlier, but they're they not have, going they need to. They, they're not going based off of the population, though, Drew. They're going no. based off of fan bases. You look at the Cowboys. No, it doesn't matter with fan bases because baseball and football start at the same time every single year as far as prime time. But I, because I, then if it starts before eight, it's technically not prime time. But but let's look at Sunday games. They start. The Chargers don't ever have a one o'clock game unless they're on the East Coast. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason for that because their fan bases are on the West Coast. So the start time is predicated upon that. Now you can't say Sunday, Monday, and Thursday because it doesn't. That's the same regardless of who plays. But break it down to Sundays. You, you know, the Chiefs, they'll they'll have the 4 o'clock game. The Chargers have 4 or 5. Well, and that's fine. I'm not I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking strictly Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night football. And then for baseball to be starting at 8 o'clock when you have a four-hour game, I think that's just ridiculous. They need to shorten. First of all, baseball needs to shorten their time in general. But move every primetime game before, you know, 8 o'clock, make it a 7 o'clock kickoff or pitch. That way, people can actually stay up and watch the whole game because it's all about ad revenue in the in the by the end of the day anyway. And the fans, and are I'm gonna, not staying up to watch that. The fans are going to get their, you know, hook or break crook because if they're willing to pay over a hundred dollars for a regular football game or even a regular baseball game, because baseball games happen during the day often, yeah. especially the Cubs, they're always having day games, so they can do that for the playoffs. It is about ad revenue. But if they were to move it up one hour, I, I'm curious how viewership would look at that point because the only time I stay up until 11:30 is if it's a game that directly affects us and our team. Yeah, and I'm not going to stay up and watch the Seahawks until 11:30. First off, they're not good right now. Second, it's an NFC team that has no bearing on our specific team. Yeah, and the thing is, like you and I, we were busy during the Cowboys and Vikings game anyway. But I had no clue Dak Prescott wasn't starting until I flipped on the TV for just a split second. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I'm definitely not watching it. They then. didn't announce it until they had to release their, uh, you know, their uh, players that are going to be on the bench. Yeah. And teams aren't, um, they're not required to release their roster for that game until an hour before kickoff. So yeah. NBC, you know, they have their uh, football night in America pregame show where they got like 20 hosts on that thing. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> don't understand that. They had all the graphics set up for Dak Prescott. So they're sitting there talking about Dak Prescott and his career. and <laughs> He's not even playing that night. Yeah, like, that's, I bet that was infuriating to the producers because they were not prepared. But they should have known, though, because throughout the week, he was always yeah. questionable. Mm -hmm. And that's. 
the producer's fault for not creating, you know, the limited information they have about Cooper Rush. Speaking of that, just for a moment, the Vikings led that game for over 59 minutes and they ended up losing. The Vikings just straight stink. uh, Mike Zimmer needs to be fired. You lead the game for over 59 minutes. Spoiler for those of you who don't know, it's a 60 minute game. 59 minutes you lead and then you let it go at the last, literally in the last seconds. Well, that's the thing about football. But another thing about football, so Dan, today's tra- trade deadline. This mm-hmm. is Tuesday where we're recording. The trade deadline was a huge snooze fest. There was nothing exciting except maybe Vaughn Miller you could put in there. We knew that Vaughn was going to be shipped out of Denver for the longest time. Owed a lot of money. Tail end of his career. Denver's just trying to acquire pieces, even though it really wasn't pieces. But for him to well, go got, to the Rams. Got draft picks. Draft picks. But for him to go to the Rams... Do you think, do you like the deal on both sides or like, what's your initial reaction when you see Von Miller shipped out? So I think for the Broncos, Vic Fangio, I don't think is the answer at head coach. No. Okay. no. So it's more than just them needing draft picks. It's, I don't think the coaching staff's working, but they get a second and a third overall pick in the next draft. And the reason why they get so high is because the Broncos are taking all of Von Miller's salary. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they're able to get such good. If we're going to take the salary, we're going to get better draft picks. On the other side of it, the Rams, Les Snead, the general manager, has always been in the position of we don't care about draft picks. We care about acquiring pieces. That is the philosophy with the L.A. Rams is we are going to acquire players. They are in win now mode with the Super Bowl. Not about winning the, the division. Not about winning the NFC Championship. They want a Super Bowl. You know this is. I feel bad for the Titans this coming Sunday, especially without Derrick Henry. Uh, what Aaron Donald and Von Miller can end up doing, um, they don't have to focus so much on the run game, uh, even though that's where their weakest point is. They get to for- focus more on Ryan Tannehill. But the L.A. Rams, clearly, they have a different philosophy than a lot of other teams. Yeah. They don't care about draft picks. You know, they got like one or two draft picks in this upcoming. Yeah, someone's like, I'm going to do a mock. Someone's like, I'm going to do a mock draft for uh for the LA Rams. And it's I, I it think take them long. I think they only do have two picks. I believe one of them being in seventh round. But we'll talk about the Titans and Rams matchup in just a moment. But speaking about Derrick Henry, Dane, I'm going to start a movement. I, I tried to contact Good Morning Football for them to talk about this. We're beating a dead horse on the pod by talking about this. Well, we're going to bang that drum until someone listens. We need to start a movement. Uh, It's called hashtag in the madness. I started it. Thank you. What it is, it's ending the madness of turf fields. Derrick Henry and Jameis Winston, both. Well, Jameis Winston's a season ending injury because he's ACL tear. Derrick Henry may come back. It's average about eight week timetable. So that'll be just right before the playoffs start. And if they make the playoffs, it'll be just in time for them to uh, get them back. That's two another big name players and starters who have now had somewhat season ending injuries due to a turf field. Well, uh, Derek, may, it could have been caused by the turf, maybe, but Jameis, or contact. I mean, or, it was a it was a fracture in his fifth metatarsal. If you look at Jameis Winston, the the Bucks defense uh, defensive player took him by the horse collar. Pulled him down to the ground, and his knee went in the opposite direction. Yeah, I don't it, think that has much but, uh, but, bearing on turf versus. But grass. if he if his cleat sticks in the turf, and that's you know, true. It could, 
And it, who knows? It could probably could have happened on grass too. But typically with grass, there's more you you're not as stuck more, to it as far as you are with turf. There's more give. To um, it. There's not a lot of give to turf. For someone who has played on turf and grass, I will 100 times out of 100 take grass any day of the week. First of all, it's just better for your knees. If you look at Adrian Peterson, he's talked about it. His knees are going to give out soon because he played majority of his career on turf. Mm-hmm. And a lot of players like Barry Sanders have talked about that multiple times. Well, at least he's with the Titans because they have grass. They they're do. one of the few teams that have grass. And they should stick to it. And I love these stadiums that have grass in their, you know, like uh, Arizona and Las Vegas. Look, they've made it work. You can still have a dome and still have grass and take care of it. Let's talk to the NFL, Dan. Yeah, we, we I mean, we took a, a bye for week eight. So we got like a lot of football we, uh, we missed. A lot of football, but you and I both need it. Plus... Our, our lives are, are busy right now. It's hard to get our schedules aligned. But let's talk about Thursday Night Football. We have the Jets and the Colts. So I want to ask you this, Dan. What's more likely to happen? The Jets win a game or Carson Wentz throws a left-handed interception? This Thursday? This Thursday. I mean, Carson Wentz leading up into this past Sunday against the Titans had only one interception. If we're going based off of the Carson not this past Sunday, I would say that the Jets winning is more uh, less probable. Uh, but Do you think his left-handed interception is more probable than the Jets winning? Now, if you go based off of Sunday, sure. Yeah, I, I don't Jets, know. I have if, my, if Mike White can play like he did against Cincinnati, I really like them to absolutely cover. I mean, it's a 10.5-point favorite for the Colts. But, man, if he can throw the rock like he did against against Cincy, I'm going to pick the Jets in but this matchup. Did you... Did you see that not a single Jets quarterback has ever had 400 passing yards? I mean, the Jets organization has has been terrible yeah, for the longest. But even of when Brett Favre was there for his one season, gunslinger. Yeah, that, I think first of all, this Thursday night matchup, Dan. If you and I have something that we got to do, let's go do it because <laughs> this game is going to be so boring to watch. I, I don't have nearly as much interest as I have in previous matchups on Thursday night football. But see, um, you know, the Colts are in a different situation than if they had won that game on Sunday because yeah. right now they are three games back. Mm-hmm. And if they win, they're still, if the Titans lose against the Rams on Sunday, they're still two games back. And the Titans hold the tiebreaker because they beat them both matchups. Yeah, it helps that ten- Tennessee's 3-0 and in the division and they've swept also the Colts. three games up. Three games up too. So uh, Browns and Bengals, I think this is going to be an interesting matchup. I think the Browns, man, they look terrible against the Steelers this past week. I, picked the I don't Steelers have any I don't have any confidence in them. Well, I, I the reason why I picked the the Browns to win is because you know, to be honest, I don't even know why I picked the Browns to win. I genuinely thought I picked the Steelers, and then when I looked on a graphic, I was like, why did I pick the Browns? I have no re- I have no understanding why I picked the Browns in that matchup because uh, I, I genuinely thought I had the Steelers. But the Bengals coming off a bad loss to the Jets. I have to go with them. I think they're going to come out and they're going to play frustrated. Joe Burrow had a good game, but also turned the ball over in key moments. Um, So I'm going to go with the Bengals in this matchup against the Browns. The Browns, look, Nick Chubb is back. That's awesome. But he was back this past Sunday against the Steelers, and he didn't look look back to normal. And then Baker just looks like he's playing hurt the entire game. Well, you said you're taking the Browns? No, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm going to pick the Bengals as well. They had a heartbreaking loss against the Jets. Toward the end of that game, they had a horrible penalty called against them, yeah. which is why helmet to helmet should be reviewable. Like that was an terrible, that mm-hmm. terrible, that was an incredibly terrible call. And Bad call. 
So I, I think that they're coming. Look, the, the, the Browns are still dealing with um, some aspects of injury. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who I dropped off fantasy. He doesn't, he has no relationship with Baker Mayfield at this point. They are a run first team. They run, they rush more than any other team in the league. Uh, I think that the Bengals, especially after their loss this past week, they're going to win and they're at home. So the Denver Broncos are traveling to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if Dak Prescott plays, this is an easy dub. If the, if Cooper rush is the one playing, this is just a normal dub for the Cowboys. I like them no matter what. The Broncos barely escaped the Washington football team this past Sunday in Mile High. I, I don't like anything about Denver. And the fact that you just traded away your best player on the entire roster for a bag of chips um, just tells me that you aren't really in win-now mode. You're kind of like preparing yourself for the future. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Well, I don't agree that it's a bag of chips because that's the bread and butter of draft is second and third round. I I would much rather have a second round pick than a first round. Give me two seconds versus a first round. Oh yeah, me too. I'll take not that only all day. not only because I don't know anybody a, that would disagree with you. Well, I know GMs, but well, I, most football fans may say, "Oh, I want a first round pick." Nah. No, most GMs would definitely the value's in second and third round because not only is you're not reaching, but it's cheaper. contracts. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys, even if Dak Prescott doesn't play. He is going to play. The reason why, I, for Jerry Jones and uh, Mike McCarthy to at the last moment say, you know, Dak, you're not going to play. He could have played. Yeah. But I think that, you know, especially Mike McCarthy thought, we can beat this Vikings team. Yeah. We, we would like to have Dak, but it's more important that we have him for the remainder of the season versus this one. We can afford to lose this game. Yeah. They were six and one at that point or five and, it, and, and one. It, and it shows that, that if, if they want to be the top team and they are who they say they are, then they should be able to win against a Vikings team that hasn't been good all season. And for you to have, you know, to play without Dak and they proved that it, the game wasn't, you know, based off the highlights I saw, cause I didn't watch the game, but it doesn't look like that was a very, tough game for them. I mean, it was, it was close, but the Vikings didn't give them any competition at all. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because Kirk Cousins having an amazing uh, year, uh, but it's just not coming together for the Vikings. Next matchup is Drew, to be honest, is not really interesting as well. you got a team who's going to end up with two wins after this game. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have the one and seven Texans and the one and seven Dolphins. This game, look, if you were a season ticket holder for the Miami Dolphins, you gotta be you gotta be paying someone to take your tickets. Like, why would you want to go watch this game? There is nothing interesting about either team. The fact that Deshaun Watson did not get traded during the trade deadline just shows that Houston is willing to eat his contract. And well, uh, wait, it's just hold well, on. I know he didn't sit, settle the legal issue and all that stuff. Well, and hold on, it moved. You, you said that they're willing to eat it. First off, they may not have had any suitors. That's true. Second, Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause, and the only team he approved it for were the Dolphins. So as of now, the Dolphins were not willing to eat it. So let's just... Um, Either way, both of these teams stink, and they didn't get better during the trade deadline. And in fact, Houston got worse because Mark Ingram was shipped back to the Saints where he started his career. Dan, do you have a quarter on you? Um, I don't, but I got a nickel. You got or a, a nickel? penny for your thoughts. Which okay, one give me a like? penny. It doesn't matter. Give me okay, one Just of them. flip it. Heads for Texans. Tails never fails. Okay, baby. I'm going with uh, the Dolphins here. I, I just this game. That's what it is to me. A coin flip. I don't care who wins. I don't know who's going to win. They both stink. They're one in seven. 
the fact the the over and under in this game is actually forty six points. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed by how many points that, that Vegas is no forty six. Forty six. I'm impressed that Vegas has given them that, that much, much credit. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that much confidence. They ain't gonna score 40, 46. Hey, I'm look. gonna smash the under in this game for hey, sure. Hey, the Texans they covered last week against the Rams. Now, granted, it oh was my gosh. all yeah. it was all garbage time points. Dude, I did pretty well in my uh, my uh, pick six last week. I think I was five for six. I think so. Now, let's not talk about our game picks because that was a little rough. Yeah, so the, the line last week was the Rams at 16.5, and, and it was 16-point difference. So, yeah, oof. it was rough. Uh, but the next game, we got the Falcons traveling to New Orleans. Oh, did I say that I picked the Dolphins? Well, I picked no. the Dolphins as well. Yeah. Well, we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints. The Saints without Jameis Winston. Like I understand Trevor Simeon technically beat the Bucks. Now Tom Brady has shown that he can't beat Sean Payton for whatever reason. I don't know what he's it two is. And six against him, I believe. Yeah, and he has and like four. seven interceptions, only eight touchdowns. Like he's not he has not played well against Sean Payton. But I'm not going to say, you know what, I still believe in the Saints. I'm gonna go to the Falcons here. And I know I picked the Falcons to beat the the Panthers last week and the Panthers end up winning that game. I really believe actually no, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Saints. They're at home. I, I was gonna go with the Falcons, but I'm just gonna flip that real quick. I think, I don't think Atlanta has enough outside of Matt Ryan to play, um, you know, competitive football with New Orleans. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I, you know, the thing is with um, Taysom Hill, he's not new. He he has had to go under center before. Why? You're, yeah. Why wasn't he the quarterback? You just paid him a boatload of money. And he's not even your quarterback. Okay. You're going with Trevor Simeon. So I think that they can still use him as a Swiss Army knife Ooh, for the Saints. So, and the thing is, Arthur Smith, he's in his first year. I don't see him going to New Orleans and facing Sean Payton and, and winning there. Yeah. Um, I have confidence in Sean Payton's uh, scheme abilities, so I'm going to take the Saints as well. Yeah. So the Raiders are coming off a bye week, heading up to the Meadowlands against the Giants. The Giants barely came short against the Chiefs. I was really rooting for the Giants there. Oh, I really was. Well, the Daniel Jones, what is it? Drew, at the end of the game... No, no, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold I, know on. Where, I knew we were going with this, but go ahead. Okay. At the end of the game, you have... It's within the two-minute warning. You yeah. have zero timeouts. What is the number one thing that a quarterback is not to do? Get sacked. Yes. And okay, he got sacked Dan, on the Dan, last two... Dan, Yes. Did you watch any of the game? Yes, I did watch Did it. you watch that his, his offensive lineman literally wore the red seed the entire game? Daniel Jones had no opportunity first of all he's playing with a practice squad wide receivers his entire offense is basically hurt, hurt. but his offensive line is so bad i this this loss is not on daniel jones and i know you and i we harp on him he's a danny bag of nickels but this game and what he's done this year it's because oh, of daniel jones they even I had two wins i completely they, agree this this offensive line cost them the game he but, did get sacked i understand i agree with your argument you can't get sacked but dan he had no time the entire I, game, I, I'm just saying in that in that moment, bring in two extra tight ends. You you I mean you already have scrubs at wide receiver. You go for like a hell mary kind of move where you take well, they the, go straight. You, you down gotta there. have because you have no timeouts. You can't use tight ends because they're slow. Now and you I'm have guys that are quick in and out of their. No, break. I'm saying use them to block because he cannot. Well, afford that's what you should set. get offensive linemen for is to freaking block. The fact that you're having to put out two more tight ends to block is, four people. And the thing is, the Chiefs' defense has been crap. Yeah. And Frank Clark finally shows up like he has. I know. In, they're like, know. So, like praising him at the end of the game, and he's all cocky and stuff. Blah. 
I really wanted the Chiefs to lose. Anyway, so I'm going to take the Raiders. Look, there, I'm a big proponent that taking the traveling team to go all the way across the country. The problem is the Giants just are not good enough. Well, and the Raiders are coming off a and bye. Coming too. off a bye. In in like unfortunate with the Harry Rugg situation, uh, you know, I, I think that that there's some emotional support behind him, even though that whole legal situation, whether I'm not going to get into that. The point is, I think there's gonna they're gonna play some with some emotion in this game, and coming off the bye, I think is going to be good for them. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. Next matchup, we have the, <clears throat> well, at the beginning of the season, we thought that this would be a, a, a nice matchup. You have Cam Newton playing his former team. Cam Newton's not even on the roster anymore. But you have two teams that are four and four. Well, you got Stephon Gilmore playing his old you team. You do have so Stephon. something. You know, with the NFC, it is so top-heavy that the Carolina Panthers at four and four are in the playoffs at this moment. That's how top-heavy the NFC is. Patriots... An impressive win at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. This one's tough, Drew. I think this is a good matchup because these teams are pretty much even. I personally, I feel that they are quite even. No. But I'm going to take Mac Jones and the Patriots, even though they're going to Carolina. So with the Patriots, I really wanted to pick them against the Chargers because remember last season when they traveled to Los Angeles at SoFi and they beat him like 45 to 0. Yeah, and that's when Cam Newton was a starter for the Patriots. I think Mac Jones is definitely better than Cam, uh, and I don't know why I picked the Chargers. I think it's because you and I are so high on Justin Herbert, and I still am, and that's my boy. But I'm going with the Patriots to beat the Panthers. I do not think that they are evenly matched. I think the Patriots, despite being this, you know the same record, they're I think their world's better than the Panthers. I think the Panthers are crap. They escaped I- Atlanta last week. Well, and Sam went out with a concussion. He did, and he they signed what's his name, Josh Love or something on the practice squad. That's a guy I've never even heard of. But the Patriots, I think, are better. They're better defensively, just because I think the Panthers, I think the Panthers' defense is started to let the emotions of or the lack of offense really get to them as far as their play. Because if you look at them the first three or four weeks. Panthers defense was lights out. Now it's like, okay, are you now getting upset that Sam Darnold's your quarterback or like what's going on here? Well, so let's take the Titans, the Vikings, and the Panthers. Okay, you have Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Up until this point, Derrick Henry hasn't had any injuries in his career. Yeah. Okay, so he missed one game due to health. One. He's He's been consistent, whereas Dalvin... Uh, Christian McCaffrey, who are both two injury-prone running backs. What is the difference between the Titans, the the Vikings, versus the Panthers? Uh, the, the, turf the field. Can- <laughs> no, no. I'm telling you. No, no. It's I, the no, turf field. I, no, stop. You're on that train. I get Jump off. It's okay. true, though. You it's got the McCaffrey Panthers, and Cook on the It's turf. the Panthers that... God, now my words are twisted. It's the fact that the Panthers cannot win without Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, the Titans this past three weeks against the Bills, Chiefs, and Colts, where Derek didn't average more than 100 yards, beat all three teams. Yes, the, but, the co- wait, but wait, it's the oops, threat that oops, he's in there. Oops, yes. The threat that he is in there. Yes, you're correct. With the Vikings, earlier in the season, when Cook was out on injury, the Vikings, go figure, their most of their wins were when he was not in. Whereas the Panthers... They cannot win without him. Yeah. Sam Darnold has not won without Christian McCaffrey. Well, he did now. Well, 
He, I don't know week. if he, he. I don't know if he got credited with the with the win, but yeah. But he was he missed. No, I don't think he did because he was out more than half of the game. So yeah, it was probably he PJ shouldn't. Walker. Yeah. So the the Panthers have got to change their offensive scheme so that it's not centered around Christian McCaffrey. Well, they, they need to get actual quarterback. That's this the is thing. true. You, you go yes. from uh, you know, you have Sam Darnold this year, and then last year Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, Matt Rule and Joe Brady haven't necessarily had the greatest of of quarterbacks under center. But anyways, Buffalo Bills traveling to the Jaguars. You know, Dan, I really want to pick the Jaguars in this game because Josh Allen went on uh, the Manning cast because remember every guest that have gone on the Manning cast that's an active player, Mm -hmm. their team has lost the following week. Yeah. So I really want to pick the Jaguars, but I don't believe the Matt, the the Manning curse can uh, override what Buffalo is going to be able to do to Jacksonville. <laughs> Hello, Chris. Unless it's uh, Drew's dog in the background. That's an interesting jinx that literally they've lost the week prior. But I, I cannot, in good conscience, say that the Jaguars are going to beat the Bills. I mean, I Drew, I'm even willing to make a wager with you that the Bills are not going to lose this game. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Josh Allen's gonna lose. And plus, they didn't have a good outing last week. And so I think Buffalo's gonna come out. Yeah, and, that was and, way and too close for comfort them. against the Dolphins. It was. Uh, they, they end up but pulling away. But it is a divisional but, game. Uh, what have I said before that divisional games are? I still give it, even though you can have the Titans, who are first in the AFC, versus the Jaguars, who have won one game. And I'm still gonna give the Jaguars a chance because it's a divisional game. Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Baltimore. Baltimore's coming off a bye week. Look, Baltimore is one of the best teams in the NFL. They're fresh. They're rejuvenated. They're not having to travel. I'm going with Baltimore. I, I just think they have too much. I have zero faith in the Vikings. I don't I don't have any faith in Mike Zimmer. Until he gets fired, this team is not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not and Kirk Cousins, and it's not Justin Jefferson or Dalvin Cook or the or defense. Adam Thielen. It, it is Wait. 100% Mike Zimmer. He needs to get out of there, ship him, get a first-class ticket on Delta Airlines. No free shout-outs. To home, wherever he's from. I prefer American Airlines, but... Uh, no, I don't like I, American, especially I, with all the flights they've I've, canceled. I've never I've never had a bad flight with American. Well, I texted my sister-in-law, you know, and I asked her, because she's coming here for Thanksgiving, and I said, what are you flying? She said, American. I said, well, you and I, we got to say a prayer, because American keeps canceling their flights. Well, they, they're not good. I haven't had good experience, I know. like, not, Well, knock on wood if you're with me. I've never had, I've never had a bad flight, ever. Well, I've never had. I've it. had a canceled flight. That's I've, when I've, uh, that's the wife the and I got our flight canceled as we sat our butts down, not even thirty seconds, and they say, "Oh, your flight's canceled. We have to get a rental car and drive seven hours home." That was fun. Well, you made that decision. No, we had to. No, you could have waited. You didn't want. We to. could have spent four hundred dollars per ticket. Why would they make you pay? That's the airline we chose. I mean, it was so a they, budget airline. So they weren't going to no. compensate. Oh, well, they, they gave us they gave us a voucher, a two hundred fifty dollar voucher, that didn't even cover the cost of the rental car that it took us to drive home. Well, and I've tried Maybe. many many times to talk to their customer service; it's a joke. So so who who is it? I'm not going to say because I ain't giving them shout outs. <laughs> Screw them! It's a budget airline. I'll tell you that. Freaking annoying. But anyways. Uh, well, anyways, I've never had a delayed flight. I've never had a canceled flight. Uh, I've been very fortunate. Thank you, Lord. Uh, the next matchup, we've got Chargers coming off a tough loss against the New England Patriots against the Eagles, who completely blew out. And I know I picked the lines on this one. I think a yeah. lot of people did. 
A I lot did. of people picked I the did, Lions. I did because I'm I foolish. Dan, this was a trap game, though, which people thought. Not now, me. the betting line thought that. A lot of people thought it. Great. You're the, the, the person was, out there what, that 44 didn't to so. six? Yes, but going into the game, it made sense. The Eagles weren't good. The Lions are still winless. This felt, And they were at home. I felt like this could have been the game that they win. At some point, most teams that are over get their win. And I thought it was going to be that week. Well, it just I would didn't hate- happen. Good thing is the Lions are on bye, so they can't lose this week. They have no wins. And I said my preseason rankings, only two teams were going to have no wins, and it was the Texans and the Lions. One team just happened to prove you wrong the first week of the season. <laughs> the <laughs> but, other one but might the other prove you right. proving me right. Okay. Yeah. And the Bucks, they lost a – we're going to – they're on bye as well, so we won't be talking about them, uh, but they lost again. So um, uh, for both of us who said they wouldn't lose any games, they've lost two already. Yeah. Um, but I will, I'll take the Chargers because they are coming off that tough loss. And I just think that the the only reason why the Eagles were able to get that really decisive win is because they played the Lions. Yeah, and I think I like the fact that Jordan Howard is now back for the Eagles. I just don't think he is much of a difference maker to go up against Justin Herbert. Uh, I, I mean, I know it's offense against offense. I just don't think they have enough firepower to keep up with the amount of points that San Diego is going to. Wow, we're still in San Diego, Dan. <laughs> Which they should never should have left. I don't think they have enough to keep up with LA. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers. <laughs> so, well, last year, this next matchup, the 425 afternoon game for Fox, and you already know Joe Buck and Troy are going to be on it. Blah. We don't even have to see. They haven't Ooh. released who the um, the teams are, but I guarantee that's what it is. Patrick the- Mahomes, the best quarterback on the planet. Hey, Joe, you know he's throwing a lot of picks, and uh, they're not that good this wait, year. It wait, doesn't wait, matter. He's oh, the best in the league. Dang it. The World Series is going to be over by then, so we will have to hear him. So the Packers will be visiting Arrowhead Stadium to play the Chiefs. Last year, again, this would have been an amazing matchup. I'm rooting Had, hard for Aaron Rodgers. Hard. You have a lot of distaste for the Kansas City. I cannot City, stand the Chiefs. Home? I can't okay. stand them. Cannot okay. stand them. Well, Last week, you and I picked the Cardinals, and I... Okay, hold, you, you want to preface our pick, though? Hold. What was the preface? About how... So, Dane and I originally picked the Packers. Uh-huh. So, remember, we didn't talk about it on the podcast. We were off the, this past week. Dane and I picked the Packers, and we had it on the graphic. Once we heard that Vontae Adams was going to be out, Dane and I flipped our picks to pick Arizona. Yes. When that happened, I said to myself... Why am I doing this? <laughs> we should have just stuck stupid. with him. This is I stupid. Sh- I should Rogers. always trust Aaron Rodgers. This is stupid. Why am I betting against Aaron Rodgers? We oh, said, we had it. We said last year that he took Joe Schmoes off the street, and he was able to take him deep into the playoffs, and he was going to do it again this year. Yeah. We didn't learn our lesson, nope. and J.J. Watt ended up having a season-ending injury. Drink if you haven't heard that before. Okay, so he had another injury. J.J. Watt's not finishing the season, and he was their best defensive player. Yeah, and they were Arizona was missing them. That was a great game. A.J. Green, what? yeah, <laughs> did help. Bro, he didn't what know. is going on? His controller broke. That's some of the funniest <laughs> meme I saw. That <laughs> like you're playing Madden and then your controller dies. Uh, that's what it looked like. He didn't know where he was or what. <laughs> he was in La La Land. But the Packers, I'm glad they won. You and I both wanted them to win. Yep. And we had picked them. Should have never bet against them. But I'm going with Aaron Rodgers here. I don't care that this is in Kansas City. I don't care it's the Chiefs. There is nothing on the Chiefs that scare me. You almost lost to the Giants this past Monday night. And the thing is, I was hoping that they were going to lose because I wanted to wake up 
um, for Tuesday morning and watch Peter Schrager and Good Morning Football watch his head explode and piss his pants. Or, because, or Nick Wright, yeah. Or both, because they're so obsessed with them. Uh, they're almost obsessed with them as much as I'm obsessed with not liking them. And with your obsession with Justin Herbert as well. I, I, my distaste for the Chiefs is greater than my liking for Justin Herbert. Okay, fair To enough. put it in perspective. Still love my boy. Uh, Cardinals going to San Fran to play the 49ers. This game, 49ers. It's a divisional matchup. Divisional really? matchup. I get it. Um, man, Cardinals this, coming this off a tough, tough loss. Coming AJ off a Green tough doesn't loss. Know how to twist his a. He doesn't know how to twist that neck uh, of his. I, I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. I know it's a divisional. I think it's going to be really close, though. Uh, the freaking over and under is 45. Man. And it's even it's right tough. now. It's tough. The betting line. It's only Tuesday, but the betting line's even right now. I don't know about that one. I might have to. I think I would pick the Cardinals, but if I had to pick over and under, I'd probably pick the under, to be honest. I think it's going to be a close game, low scoring, close game. Sunday night game this past week was, I, you know, the thing is, Drew, I still think this is going to be a great game because I, I want to so. see how Adrian Peterson is going to do. And it also is going to show us what Ryan Tannehill can do with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. If Derrick Henry was not hurt, this game would have been Probably the best game thus far, like going into the game. Obviously, we don't know yeah, the outcome. Because but you have you have the Titans, who are the number one seed in the AFC, versus the 7-1 and one Rams, which is ridiculous, the fact that they're a wild card team at this point. That's, but that's this the is, playoffs. That's, <laughs> that's the playoffs. The and and I, I, I think that the Rams are going to win. First off, the Titans have to travel that far. Yeah. But it is a Sunday night game, so they have more rest. However... I think that this I, I'm what I'm looking at is how close can the Titans keep this? Yeah, this I think tough. it's going to be the Rams, but I think the Titans can you keep this close? Because Derrick Henry is going to, based off of the projection with his injury, yeah, is supposed to be back before the postseason. Yeah, and the Titans again, they're three games up on the Colts in the division. They can still win the division. They may be the fourth seed in the division. They have the easiest remaining schedule in the entire league. So they have a good shot at winning nine games left that they can win four, five-ish around there. Yeah, give them a ten and seven record, eleven and six record. That's pretty good. Uh, but the Rams, this is one that was going to be tough for them, even with Derrick Henry, because Matthew Stafford is oh my gosh. This is this is what Detroit had hoped for. Yeah, they just didn't have the pieces for him. And I'm going to take the Rams at home. I'm going to pick the Rams as well, and I'm going to give one caveat to this. I don't even know if caveat's the right word. The Titans will win. I'm still going to pick the Rams to win. We're going to put on the graphic. The Titans will win if they can keep Cooper Cup under 100 receiving yards. That's a good that's that, a, that, that's that is, Use that, that right. That Use is the, word right. the one X factor. I, for, disregard everything else. I don't care. If they can keep them under 100 yards, they will win this game. That that's how big of an impact Cooper Cup is in uh, mm-hmm. this year. First of all, well, I what, think he's going to obliterate some of the records that have been put up. I mean, he's having in a tremendous season. Uh, if they, uh, I don't even know if they're going to be able to do that. He might get two hundred yards in this game because the Titans' secondary is poo poo. Here's the thing, I want to agree with you because I have Matthew Stafford and Robert Woods. Yeah, just just throw it to so Robert Woods the whole show, time. Yeah, I don't, you know, and specifically next week because in fantasy, the guy I'm playing next week has Cooper Cup, so it it kind of benefits me in that if Matthew Stafford throws it to Cooper Cup, I get points and he gets points as well. But I'd rather him, yeah, throw the touchdowns to Robert Woods. Speaking of fantasy, though, you and I played it against each other this week. You had a great week. I had a really bad week. I think that you beat me by hundred points. Well, that's because every single player on my roster. 
balled out. Yeah. Every player on yours did not. not did it's not. Just it how, terrible. It's just how it shook it's, out. It's this funny week. how Tyler Lockett the week before got me two points. I literally, for those who don't know, I lost my fantasy matchup by point three points. Point three points. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tyler Lockett. Well, I should blame Geno Smith because he stinks. <laughs> well, we I needed that. I needed two point six points. Two point six points, ladies and gentlemen. He could have had a Tyler Lockett didn't even twenty five yards. No, no, he just needed a catch because a catch catch would have been one point. Okay, I didn't even get two point six points from from uh, Tyler Lockett. That is such horse crap, and I was so pissed that I lost one. I lost to someone that has a crappy roster. Uh, I mean, just gotten lucky with Tom Brady. Essentially, I'm I'm so frustrated with fantasy this year because it's not gone my way in any of the matchups. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm salty. I don't care. You're salty. You you can call me salty, but it's not. I I have so many injuries. I have so many things that have gone against me, and it's so annoying. We have a guy that won with a hundred and one points this this past week. I know. I know. That 101 points he won his the, game. I'm, I scored the most points this week in our fantasy. But in it, my league. That happens league, every week to me. I, I play. Everybody's best game is against me every single week. Yeah. you're <laughs> Every single week. <laughs> your points against are through the roof. Um, but if you look at the league that I'm in, because you and I are in different leagues, which next year you're not doing leagues. No, the I'm, doing, I'm doing. For, and the reason why top, I like that. Top six. I'm, and the reason why is because in the other league, the number one seed is four and four right now. Yeah, in my league, the top three people have only lost one game. Yeah, but and but the so thing I'm is, only right one now. of those people, Dan, and you and I know. So the first two years we've done fantasy, the number one seed has lost the first round. Yeah, because the thing is, only one of those teams, Dan, in your division is actually a good team. You have the other two that have just had I know. a lot of luck right yeah. on their side. That well, well, the first the the guy who's leading the division. He's got a good team. He has a good team, and he's had zero injuries. Yeah, that's, that that's is why he has done well. The other two guys, if you look at their points against, is much lower, and that's because— Dude, I have almost 300 points against than the guy who's second in your I freaking know. division. And the that's reason insane. is because they've gotten lucky. Yeah. They don't have great rosters. They've gotten lucky. They're that Their points against show them, like— the guys that you were winning against are not scoring a lot of points. Yeah, and like that's the, like once you said, playoff time— uh, 101 points. You win the week with 101 points. But it's, this is fantasy, people. It is make-believe football, okay? <laughs> and that's what it is. But we're going to sit here and we're going to rant because we can. But fantasy football, it is fun. a – it's any given Sunday just like real football because you can have – You can have like Matt me, White. Matt White. Matt. Mike White. I always want to say Matt White. He's got a very white name, no pun intended. Mike White has over 400 yards. He yeah. was the top fantasy quarterback this past yes. week. But wait, well, hold on. Wait, let's, oh, did you see that better? Did he, he get put? The, yeah, he, he got it. hundred. He put a thousand dollar bet on Matt Mike White to get the most leading the league in, in uh, passing yards. Help me out here. Words. Yes, passing yards. Hundred twenty five thousand. He bet a thousand dollars and got one hundred twenty five thousand. One hundred twenty five. I bet you the bet it, the, the 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 books were quite pissed by that because all that money they just lost. But yeah, but if, if someone has a thousand dollars to make that bet, you know they got a lot of dough. This is true. Um, no, well, you just, 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 just throw away a thousand dollars like that. But to go back to fantasy, look at AJ Brown. Two weeks ago, I didn't even get ten points from him. I put him on my bench this past week. I didn't <laughs> thank the Lord. I won without him. But I left twenty two ben- twenty two points on the bench for him. I said, like, I ain't making that mistake again. Nope. You always um, got to always got a plan. But let's but talk about the last the last one. one. We have the Bears traveling to the Steelers. Uh, look, Monday night, man, you've been whiffing a lot this year. No, 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 no. These past two Monday nights have sucked. 
But leading up to it, they've been well, Dan, great it's, games. It's week nine, so okay, you have so two the out of eight. Seven, no, no. Well, the first, yeah, the first seven have been great. It's last week with the Giants and Chiefs. Dan, there's only been eight weeks. This is the last be the ninth two week. Would be nine. No, I'm talking about these past two have been poo poo. I got it right here. The it was uh oh yeah well Seahawks Saints that's true. Hey, they were two crappy teams, but it was only by a field goal that they lost. But I, I see what you mean. We got the Bears traveling to Pittsburgh. Even if the Bears had a good quarterback, I still ain't taking them against Mike Tomlin and the and the Steelers at home. And the Steelers right now they've won three straight. Okay. I said before the season started that they were going to win the division, and the way they're playing right now, I could see that happening. The the, the Steelers' defense are, are coming smoking? together. I, are you intoxicated? I I still the, I, the Pittsburgh what do you mean they're Steelers playing right now. now. They the, played the, the Browns that are missing half their roster. No, no, because yes, they, no, yes. no. Nick Chubb was back, and Baker Mayfield was back. They still <laughs> I, st- wait. Baker Mayfield's missing half his arm. Or half his body essentially, and then half the roster's hurt. Ah, you you no, know what? you no, can no, take no, the Steelers no, no. in this game. I, the, the, yeah, the Steelers beat uh, the Browns. Oh, wait, wait okay. They beat a divisional matchup. They beat the Seahawks the week before. They beat the the Broncos the week before that. Uh, I still look three so, wins in a row. I I they're gonna about to have four wins in a row. Okay. I pick the well. Hopefully, if I make it off the wire, I pick the Steelers defense against Justin Fields and that crappy See, Bears team. I, I'm Unfortunately, gonna, and you know why they're gonna they're gonna um they're gonna lose because Matt Nagy's probably. That's gonna what be I was back. gonna say. I said <laughs> I was gonna pick the the Chicago Bears if Matt Nagy wasn't back on the sideline yet. That team played with a different energy. Yeah. I, I know they lost to the 49ers, but they played like. Justin Fields was let loose. He had over 100 rushing yards. Can you believe that? He looked like another Lamar Jackson out on the field. Until Matt Nagy is fired, I'm not picking the Bears to win anything. And, and even if he has you know another COVID stint or whatever and he can't coach, then I'll possibly pick the Bears. But we, as long as he ha- he's behind the mic on the head coaching duties, I'm not picking the Bears to win anything. Uh, it's been so long. I mean, it's been two weeks since we recorded. Did we talk about Mike Tomlin and his comment about... Um, oh, about USC? People? Yeah, USC. Nah. He but ain't I going thought, to USC. No, he's... But did you hear his comment? He said, never say anyth- never say never, but no. But no. But he said, no. Or no, no, he said, never, but ne- never he, say never, but never. And the comment that I... Uh, it was kind of shots fired that... There's not a booster with a big enough blank check <laughs> to get me to go. Why there. would you want to go to a university that's so toxic? It's been toxic for the past 20 years. And why would you want to leave an NFL job that you are on track to be a Hall of Fame coach? Now nah, he's fine where he is. I don't blame Mike Tomlin. I wouldn't want to go to USC. He's never had I, a losing season. Why yeah. would he want to leave that? Why would you want to leave Pittsburgh to go to USC? Blah. I was telling my coworkers today, they were talking to me about California, and I said, there's not enough money in this world for me to move back to California. No way. Well, we not. We, we appreciate the East Coast. I, I don't. I have no desire to go back there either. I love the East Coast. I love the South. Let's stay here, unless somebody offers his job, then we'll go. I don't know. I mean, I'd want that job to be in the South. I like living in the South. Yeah, the proximity to everything is nice. People are nice down here. It's not as expensive. Doesn't take forever to get somewhere like the North. And we don't have to well, deal with not the north. I'm talking about the west coast. I know I'm talking about the north because the north is the east coast. Oh, so I would want to live on the, in the south. So south east is what we would refer to it as. But that is it for week nine of the NFL season. We will see you next Thursday. Much love. Thanks for listening to the Dan and Drew Show. 
Catch all our episodes anywhere you find your podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at The Dan and Drew Show. We'll catch you next week for your weekly hit on all things sports. Signing off.